Well, it is Friday afternoon, and we like to do something fun in this half hour on Fridays, and it is time to check in with our wine expert. Tanya Tomaszewska is a banking lawyer turned wine professional, also a strategic business advisor to the BC wine industry, and the creator and host of the TT Wine Explorer podcast. And Tanya is with us once again. Thank you so much for being here. Hi, Jill. Good afternoon. So much to talk about today, and this is very exciting that the 2024 Vancouver International Wine Festival is just around the corner. So what can we expect this year? Yes, it's back. So the 45th Annual Wine Fest runs from February 24th to March 3rd this year, and it's a great way for Vancouverites and visitors to get out there and explore wine. So this year, there will be 149 participating wineries from 12 countries. It's one of the largest wine fests in North America. So there really is something for everyone, whether you're a first-time wine taster, an everyday wine enthusiast, you know, a collector, or a cork dork like me. Mm. Something for all. Um, and to top it all off, this year's theme is Discover Italy. So there'll be about 70 wineries from Italy participating. Ooh, lots to uh, check out, definitely. Uh, what other kinds of, of events? I know there's the, the festival, but a lot of events that go along with it and kind of stretched over that week. So what else can people take part in? There is so much. There are 42 events over the week and a number of categories. So I'll go through them now. Uh, the first one, the largest uh, event, is the, are the International Festival t- Tasting. So this runs the Thursday, Friday, and Saturday of the week. Um, they take place in the Vancouver Convention Center in the Grand Hall. So basically, uh, you can wander around and try wines from all of the participating wineries who set up booths in the Grand Hall. Um, you can have a chance to speak with the vine stars, we call them, so owners or winemakers or agent who works closely with one of those wineries. It's a great way to just wander and get in the mix and learn. Um, it's a beautiful setting as well. The floor-to-ceiling windows showcase our harbor and their coffee stations and some light food. For me, these tastings are a lot of fun. You get to try a little bit from around the world. You can go on your own, you can go with a group of friends. Uh, my tip is to go on the Thursday night session because that tends to be the quietest, so to speak. It's still pretty busy, but fewer people. Um, so that's kind of the headmark or headline events. And then there are some other small ones that I really recommend. There are some small winery dinners, and these are at select restaurants around town. And they dive into specific regions, and you get to meet the principals of wineries in person. A lot of these are sold out, but if this is something of interest to you, there's still some tickets to check out. So uh, keep that in mind. Um, while we're on the topic of wine dinners, the big one is the Bacchanale Gala Dinner in Austin. That's at the Fairmount Hotel. That kicks off the wine fest on the Saturday. It's an extravaganza. It's a black tie event. Uh, There's a five-course meal. Uh, Italy is the theme, as I mentioned. So it's Italian-inspired food. There's Italian wine. There's entertainment. And there's an auction um, that you can participate in to bid on collect your wines, special wines, wine experiences. So that's a great event if that kind of uh, event is your style. Um, and on top of that, all of the auction proceeds are raised in support of Bard on the Beach. So in addition to having some food and wine and supporting the wine community, you're also really supporting um, Bard on the Beach's uh, initiatives and keeping Shakespeare going in our community. So those are some big events. And maybe I'll just touch on two others that I quite enjoy. They're the Minglers of the Lunches. 
So, for example, there's a one evening, there's a California wine mingler that's over uh, at the shipyard. So I'm actually going to go to that one. And there's also some special food and wine pairing lunches where you can learn more about food and wine pairing. And uh, the last category, I know I'm going through a lot, but this is just to give you the diversity of what's going on, are the tasting seminars. These are my favorite formats. They're about an hour and a half long. They're sit-down tastings in a room, and you can choose one of your topics to go to. It's a great way to learn and really dive into things. So things like Mediterranean wines, Californian wines, maybe learning about glassware. Um, So there's still a number of tickets for those, I think. So you can go and uh, try one of those seminars. Wow, it's really something for everybody and uh, all the the different levels of how much interest you might have. Uh, You mentioned that that some events are sold out. How do people learn more about uh, tickets, uh, ticket availability and that kind of thing? Well, go to uh, the WineFest website, which is www.vanwinefest.ca. So it has a great listing of all of the events. You can buy the tickets online, or if you prefer, there's a telephone number there. You can call the WineFest team, and you can purchase over the phone. Uh, A really good resource is a document called Festival at a Glance, and it's a calendar on the website which lays out the visual, the pictorial of the week, and all of the options on each day. It's really user-friendly. I use that. It's a great snapshot of everything's going, of everything that's going on that week. So that's my tip. Go to Festival at a Glance and, and start planning. Lots to plan for sure. So if somebody is hoping to, uh, to take part in this, what about buying wine or if people want to learn more about where they can buy wine? Great question. So in addition to the gala auction, which I mentioned, the Bacchanalia, there's an online auction there for people in the room, but it's also for people who are not attending the gala. So a couple of days before the event, um, there'll be an online uh, catalog that you can surf uh, at home from your armchair. Also, if you go to the International Wine Tastings, the BCLS has a special festival shop at the convention center. So as you're browsing, and if there's any wine that you like, it could be in that shop, so you can go and put it on hold, and when you exit the tasting, you can purchase the wine that you've liked. You can either take it with you, or uh, the winery, the BCLS will ship it to your closest BCLS store outlet near you and your neighborhood, um, so you can pick it up there. So that's a great way to taste and learn and shop at the same time. It's all there for uh, your convenience, for sure. Uh, Now, I know people might make it a staycation or want to really plan and take in different events and build a little experience for the festival. So what tips do you have for that? Great question. Yes, I think you can make a really great staycation, a wine staycation in your own town, uh, by, for example, if you want to stay overnight in the city, there's a special offer right now with stayvancouverhotel.com. If you go to the website, I think 43 hotels are participating. And if you decide to book with one of those hotels before February 15th, you will get one free international tasting ticket, one of those large events I, met, I mentioned, or at least as long as the allocation lasts. So I think that's a great way to have an overnight trip uh, Go out, do some wine tasting. You don't have to go very far to get home. So that's a great option. Having said that, um, if you are going to take up an option like that, think about your transport. So don't drive. Um, so, uh, you know, get a, get a lift or take the train. Um, also, uh, there is a Get Home Safe initiative. So the BCLS is offering a free transit ticket 
at their Get Home Safe booth in the Festival Wine Shop, which I mentioned. So if you go to the International Tastings on your way out, get a free transit ticket. Um, So all of that information is on the website. Um, And then maybe just a few other little tips for planning. Um, This is a wine tasting, not a food tasting. So there will be food and bites available at the tastings. I mean, the the stand-up or the minglers. Um, But I always think it's a great idea to have eat a good foundation at home before you go to the wine fest. Um, Keep hydrated. Our palates can get can get tired even if you're spitting all the wine out you know keep sipping on water there are lots of water stations and as i mentioned there are spit buckets don't be scared to spit i know a lot of people when they're starting are like oh i'm not sure just do it don't worry about it you don't have to drink all the wine no one will feel bad think that you don't like their wine even if you don't like it it's okay spit it um and last thing two things no fragrances i know um you know if you wear lots of colognes or perfumes or other things um, it can really affect your ability to smell uh, and taste the wines. So people usually ask at wine tastings, perhaps don't go with uh, fragrances on. And, you know, have a game plan. Uh, you know, there are more than 100 wineries, which I mentioned, maybe decide, get the map when you go into a wine tasting and decide which ones you'll hit up or maybe start with whites and then go to reds. Um, maybe have a little bit of a plan. But having said that, wine is just about exploring. So, you know, keep an open mind and get out there and, and just have fun. That is the best advice of all. What a great festival and so many things happening. Tanya, we'll leave it there for today, but thank you so much. Thank you so much and have a great weekend. Take care.